On this week's episode of Third Party Controller Podcast, Bethel talks about playing Skater XL for the PlayStation 4, Joe shares some of his adventures in Madden 2020, and we talk about the Xbox Game Showcase from a few weeks ago. What do we think about it? Find out on this week's episode of Third Party Controller Podcast. Let's get it going. Welcome to Third Party Controller Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse P.S. Libra with... Beto Esparza. And... Joe Ramirez. Welcome back to another week of Third Party Controller Podcast. The podcast you come for your video game news, topics, discussions, things that make you go, I want to know what Jesse, Beto, and Joe think because they are amazing. And you know what? You guys are amazing. And I want to say... Probably about almost two hours ago, I had some delicious, delicious Silver Lake ramen with Beto. We practiced safe social distancing. We wore our masks. masks. We kept six feet away from each other. We only kissed once, but we had delicious Silver Lake ramen. It was delicious. I had Pollo Loco uh, chicken uh, chicken nachos, and those are delicious. I never had those. Okay, I had the nachos. It's funny that you bring that up. I had the nachos because I remember when they originally came to El Pollo Loco, did they have different varieties or was it only one? Because I could have sworn I remember them having different varieties. Probably. So when I went, I was like, oh, can I have the nachos? They're like, yeah, chicken nachos. I'm like, cool. I'm like, are there any other, are there different versions? Like, or is there just one? And they're like... It's just one. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, what? I mean, it's the... el pollo loco. You want steak on it? It's not steak loco. No, like they, you know, put one with avocado. They call it the avocado nacho. Some stuff. Yeah, shrimp. Huh? There you go. Like just a mix of Fucking stuff. Liars. Calm down. Right? They're, they're, they're like, they just say they're like, what? And all yeah. of a sudden, when, when everyone walks up, like, come to the back. And they, <laughs> and they go to the back, and there's like, we have kangaroo, we well, have hippopotamus, uh, white before, rhino. Before I had. It, I always, anytime I go somewhere, I'm like, okay, I don't know what they have. I'm just going to look it up on their menu online. Couldn't really find anything on their menu, but I found one that said double chicken nachos. So I'm like, oh, okay, well, can I have the double chicken nachos? And they're just like, it's just nachos. I'm like, okay. I'm like, all right, fine. It's just nachos. It's sure. nachos, but you can get extra chicken in it. No, I just, I, that's what it said on their website. I asked for it. Anyway, I got I'm it. I asking, do you realize how stupid you sound right now? <laughs> I got that. it. I ate it. Not bad, but like halfway through eating it, I felt like, did they put the Frito-Lay's bean dip sauce in here? Like, just they just dropped the bean dip stuff in there? It's like a bean paste, yeah. It's yeah, not very, and, it's not but very... it, it tasted like the Frito ones. Because I think I remember years ago, you know, Beto grabbed one of those when we grabbed, like, some tortilla chips, chips. And I was just like, oh, okay. And it just reminded me of that. So It's got, like, a weird taste to it. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So that's why it kind of took me. Uh, I was like, oh, okay. All right. It's probably just something I wouldn't get again. But it was funny because I got that while watching uh, Joe's recommended movie Eurovision to watch. So I had those nacho chips. Uh, yeah, I was, I was, I was. I, was I actually didn't think you were gonna like it, and you did. You're like, Joe, I, I, I enjoyed it. it. Uh, it was surprising, huh? It, it, it's not, it's not great, but it was definitely, yeah. Like when you look at it, and you're, you're like, this looks fucking stupid, and uh-huh. then you watch it, and you're like, <laughs> did you watch it, Bezo? Nah, I keep forgetting. Okay, um, I've been watching the Jordan documentary or the yeah. Bulls. That was really good. Yeah, it was really good. But yeah, this is 
the story of a girl who cried a river and drowned the whole world. <laughs> <laughs> so we are Third Party Controller Podcast, and I am excited for this week's episode because I get to talk to my friends. My friends. My friends. My friends now. My friends now. <laughs> Beto. Hey. Suffer. Hey. I got Skater XL. And, uh, it sounded like you said, I got scared. I was like, what? I got scared the other day. Um, I got Skater XL. It came out earlier this week. Um, and uh, to kind of bring up to you, Easy Day Studios sent us a free Steam code last year because they heard us talking about Skater XL on the show and they appreciated it. So they offered us a free Steam code. I thought that'd be something nice to kind of drop in there before Bethel gives his... Opinion on the game. Beto, continue. Yeah, Sorry. thanks, EZA. It fucking sucks. No, <laughs> <laughs> no joking. It's, I, I like it a lot. The uh, So far what I played, it's good, but it just needs more. Like, I was, I was, Jesse streamed this yesterday and he was talking about it. And I was playing it at the same time that he was streaming it. And like, we just kind of like, we, I felt like we both at the same time where we were playing it. We're like, oh, okay, this, this game's really bare bones. It's like, there's not a lot to do in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping because it feels like a, it feels like one of those PC releases. Like, like you buy it, and hopefully, eventually, there's going to be updates early for access. you to do more stuff. Like huh? early access. Yeah, that's kind of what it feels like. But it's, I mean, I'm I'm still I'm enjoying it. Like I was playing it right now, right before we recorded it. Uh, what I really like is the the mechanics of like the controlling the board with both sticks. I really, mm-hmm. I feel like you could do a lot with with. Uh, the sticks you can manipulate the board in like almost pretty much any way that you want um man so far it's been it's been fun but i could see like if somebody plays it now they could get bored because there's not a lot of a lot of not a lot to do right now but that's no but you're right the skating is it's good like if it makes you feel trying to learn how to do the tricks and then when you land it feels kind of like practicing doing tricks on a board not like really but as in like yeah. you practice and practice until with anything really you practice and practice until you get good and when you land what you're trying to do it's rewarding in that way yeah. and that's what's yeah, cool yeah you about try it. like you try to do a flip over some stairs and you try to land it as clean as you can sometimes you land it like really sloppy or you fall but once you land it like clean it, it it's pretty cool like, like it, it, it's a bit rewarding mm-hmm. i have a question for you about though What's up? Is it compatible with the Tony Hawk uh, skateboard peripheral that came with one of those Tony Hawk games? Funny you ask, Joe. It is. It works just fine. Yeah. But you got. Well, I mean, what I've been doing is I've been standing on the skateboard, but I I used a controller. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yep, yeah, it's totally compatible. <laughs> it works. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so far I mean it's 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 cool. It's got I, I was I was talking to uh, to Dave and and the rest of the guys on on our uh, Discord chat, and I just tell them that it has potential. Like I feel like it's it's gonna be a good game if they keep updating it. I, I'm really hoping that they they stick to it though. I'm sure they will. I mean, well, if how much was it? Uh, Thirty two bucks. It wasn't bad. Was it a physical copy or like a yeah. physical release? Okay, Physi- cool. it was forty bucks and it dropped down like what two three weeks ago to like thirty two bucks. Oh sure, okay. yeah. yeah, it's still thirty two bucks right now too. Mm-hmm. 
but yeah, I played that. Uh, played a little bit more Ghost of Tsushima, and Ghost of Tsushima is it's it's a lot of fun. Like I get distracted easily playing it because I want to do the main missions, mm-hmm. and then uh, I end up doing like side missions, like too much because it's so much fun. Just just even just like invading Mong where the Mongols are and stuff. There's stations or saving people from from the Mongols. Um. I didn't talk about it last time, but the the standoffs in this game are are so much fun. Yeah, like it's really simple. I mean, I don't, I don't know how simple it is, but so far it's it's pretty simple. Just a, like a quick timey kind of event, just more like timing um, to start off like your battles against uh, some of the characters. But I like when uh, you're at a standoff and you f- and one of the bigger characters comes up comes up to you because you could kill him right away. Because sometimes those are, are pretty hard to kill. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I got a big dude with a big ass shield next, to so I could kill him easy, and the rest of them are are aren't that hard to kill. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's been it's been so f- uh, fun so far. I I'm not that far in it because I just opened up like the second part of the map, and uh, like a kind of a big story plot point happens, and then uh, I'm still going into uh, the next part of the map because there's what three sections of the map. Yeah. I'm barely in the second one, so I think I've played like 15, 20 hours of it so far. But yeah, it's it's been dope. And then uh, I played Madden, and a couple of weeks ago I was saying that I'm pretty close to beating Dave. And then the following week I beat Dave. Not only did I beat him once, I beat him twice. I beat him in a regular season game, and then I beat him uh, in the playoffs. Oh shit! Between so, between us, like the day you guys played the playoff game, I was like. Because I, I had told Dave ahead of time, I was like, you know, you're going to have to go through both of us pretty much in a row in order to win this Super Bowl. And I'm like, it's kind of like the Bulls that last year. This is the hardest one. You might not do it. And then, then he's like, yeah. So then we played our game. And, I mean, I was close. He, he barely beat me yeah. was, uh, by, by a field goal at the in the last uh, seconds. And then uh, when he was going to play you, he I'm like, is it Dave? Might be tough. And he just looked at me he's like, I got him. <laughs> I, I gotta figure it out like he was confident he was he was really confident he's like yeah i got him i saw what he's got he's good he's but i i got him and yeah then i saw later i was like oh apparently not yeah like i i, I dude i played really good that game because i uh user lurked him user lurked him twice mm-hmm. and the third time i just did a perfect timed uh interception but uh for people that don't know user lurk is when you're the player the whole time and you read the play and then you intercept the play. Uh, oh yeah, you intercept the, the ball. Like, you're the yeah, the other, you're the d- defender the entire time. So I did that. I, I read the play. Like I know exactly where you're going. Like kind of, I I messed up a little, but I I I'm able to recover because his his def- his uh, receiver ran a route, and it kind of I I blew the coverage a little bit, but I was able to. To recover myself and then be able to uh, intercept the ball. It happened twice, and like that, that happens to me a lot. But like I'm able to read the play pretty quick sometimes, and uh, I was able to pick him off twice. And then the third time, I got a uh, a user pick because it was more of like of a desperation throw for him. And uh, yeah, I ended up winning. Uh, made it to the Super Bowl, and then played uh, against Ricky, one of our. One of my friends from high school, I invited him on, and then uh, maybe I shouldn't have invited him, Keith, because he fucking beat me. <laughs> because he was saying all this stuff, like how, how he wasn't very good, and, and I was like, oh, whatever. And then we played. I was then, almost picturing him, like, how do you use this controller again? Yeah, yeah. And then uh, 
I mean, he he knows how to play. He just doesn't know like the the front office type stuff, yeah. like uh, like contracts and a lot of stuff. But he's he's good. I was surprised like how how good he was. Um, was a part of you want to be like, yeah, we talk we talked amongst ourselves is that we can't really have you on the the, the yeah. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna kick him out. We're gonna kick him. No, but it's good. Like I, I like that he was actually better than I expected because like it, it would have sucked if if I would have just beat the shit out of him. And then he's gonna be like that the whole time because Dave's cousin was in our in our league, and he wouldn't play a lot, but the times he would play, he fucking sucked. Yeah. And this dude, like, he's he's fucking really good, and so it makes me it makes me want to get better. And uh, yeah, I'm just gonna fucking next time I play him, I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck him up. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it was fun. It was nice to go to the Super Bowl finally, but I lost. But it was it was still cool. Um, my team is still pretty young. Some of the my players, so. This year, I'm gonna try to develop them even more so they can, so they can be studs because they're fucking, they're they, they got a lot of potential too. But you, Joe, what's up, fool? Um, I mean, I hate to to be like a broken record, but we're gonna talk a lot about Madden. Today. Madden. Yeah, I got a couple of different stories. Um, but first up, I, I played more of Ghosts of uh, uh, Tsushima too, and uh, I, you know, the more I play it, the more I'm like, you know. Deep down at its core, like the base mechanics and a lot of how the game plays, I'm like, this is a fucking infamous game through and through. And and that's okay. Like, I'm not actually against that. I like that. I'm, I'm like, I you know, when I go through this and I see, like, between the map, even though it's different, it's a different time, like a, a different period. But a lot of the stuff, I'm like, this just feels very familiar, you know, like, in a way. Mm-hmm. Um but that story and so much of that, like between the story and the lore and then just everything going on, it elevates the game to definitely a different, I feel like a, a much higher degree than I ever really felt for like Infamous. Infamous was a very fun comic book type game. This is just, this is something else. Um, and I'm, and I'm really, really enjoying it. Um, the tales of, you know, like the, the tales part, like they're like the offshoots of the main story. I was like getting just caught up doing those. That's just a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I'm not even as far as Bethel is right now, but I mean, every time I go in there, it's like, it's easy to get lost in that world. Yeah. It's really, really such a great, um, and then just all the little stories that open up and like little things that you can do and, uh, and continue. And, and, um, I, yeah, it's just a really, really great game. Uh, I <coughs> just going to throw out right here fucking hate the archers <laughs> they, they oh get yeah so annoying yeah they're pretty annoying getting, especially once you but you get used to them but like, once you figure, yeah you just hear them yell you're like so you're, you're so tunnel vision on like trying to fight someone else you get hit by a fucking archer you're like god damn it yeah. it just it gets really annoying that that part but that's just on that's on me um but yeah like the battles like beto said the standoffs in the beginning those are so fucking cool um and just you know everything in general like i want to go through a lot of those tales I'm, and I, I remember texting jesse going hey do i need to do all of the side missions or like what's the benefit and then you told me and i'm like cool because i definitely want to continue doing the um i want to continue doing uh at least the tales mm-hmm. and then i haven't even done those what are they the mythical or the heavenly i don't know what they're called the, the tales there's a, there's another subset of, of that you're like, where they teach you certain stats, yeah, right? yeah, there's that, yeah. that one, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, the the, there's dude, that the fight blue... was awesome. That first one, the, the heavenly strike one, yeah. I haven't even I haven't done one yet, dude. I just, that, I that, 
It felt like a boss fight. It was fucking. It was awesome. You okay. want to like those tales? The ones in blue. Those those are yeah. the tail ones where you learn about this. Oh, the 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 armor or the weapon or whatever, and you have to go search for it. That's yeah. cool because what you get in return is something that will benefit you in your combat or, cool. or fights. Yeah. And they have a few that are like yeah, like but those same boss fights. They're they're neat. But like it's very. It's like I said. It's very. At its core, there's a there's definitely like I feel that familiarity of like, mm-hmm. oh, this is like an infamous. I mean, it's not infamous, but that core engine I feel is still being used. And uh, I'm loving the game. It's a, it's a great game. Um, I still haven't had time to to, to mess with uh, the Paper Mario yet, uh, and I, I will be getting to that soon. But like, yeah, I feel like uh, Ghosts of Tsushima is just one of those games where like you really got to put your attention to it. I really don't want to step away from that. I got time. You know, pretty much for two games right now, and I know what those two games are going to be. Obviously, one of those is Madden, and the other one's going to be um, Ghost. So, really loving that. Um, and then in my Madden stories, I've had a, I've had a couple of interesting stories. I don't think I told the story last time because we didn't. No. I didn't. We didn't do it. After, we did. Uh, I got into my first fight, uh, Discord <laughs> fight the online during a game. Yeah, yeah, it was very interesting. With with so, a random person or uh, someone in the no, league? It's, part of it. it's, a, it's a league member. It's, a, it's mm-hmm. we're in a couple of we're in a couple of other leagues outside of the small league that we do, mm-hmm. and uh, I think eventually our league is the league the small league we have is going to branch out a little bit. We're going to invite some people because it's 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 I feel like it's going to be pretty cool. But um, I had I found a couple of leagues for us to join, and one was like a casual league. At least that's what it's marketed as a casual league for people that don't have a lot of time. But right off the bat, we started playing in the league, and I was like, man, these guys bitch a lot. They cry a lot. They complain. Like, they're just dudes that just – I feel like they're – they marketed it as a people like, yeah, we're busy. We got jobs. But I, I feel like in the end, it's just a bunch of youngsters that, that, that do this league. So they get very emotional and volatile. And uh, I played this guy. So, like, in that league, I – I uh, I had already gotten in one kind of like semi like small fight and the dude got kicked out. But this one was like the guy was like, hey, man, you want to play our game? And he's that. We both have the same. I think we both had the same record. We're both uh, tied for the, the division tops in the division. So he's like, yeah, let's play. So we start playing. And then like three minutes into the game, like in the first quarter, he's like he sends me a, a message on Discord. Like he pauses the game, which I thought was fucking hilarious. And then he's like, can you stop running the clock down to single digits? And I'm like, I I look at that. I'm like, we're like three minutes into the game, like not even midway through the first quarter. And you're already asking me not to run the, I'm like, I'm not, I was like, I'm not really like when I was in, this is like the team I have in that league. I know, but I'm not great with. So I'm like, I'm not really killing clock. Like I'm not really running the clock out. I'm trying to like adjust to what you're doing. And uh, so I told him, Hey man, can you just, like I, I was, I think in that that day too, I just was, I was a little annoyed by that. So I was like, "Hey man, can you just let me play my game? Like, I, it's a little early. Like, like if you'd have asked me that in the second half, I might be like, "Hey man, sorry. You know, I would have been kind of cool. Like, oh, you know, I'm sorry. You know, I would have explained a little bit more. But I'm like, bro, we just started. Mm-hmm. So how are you gonna complain? Like, how are you already bitching about something? So the game goes on, and like honestly, I was like, not. I was like, oh, this guy's pretty probably pretty good, uh, and uh. And, like, I pick him off. I get, like, a couple of interceptions. And I'm up, like, 16 to nothing. And, and like, his response to me, me telling him, can I just play my game? Can you just not complain and let me play my game? He was like, okay, then, all right. Like, like just very, like, abrupt with his response. And I'm like, we're going. And then, like, 
again, he pauses the game again. And I'm like, he went through like, you you're allowed like to do that during the match. Like, you get five pauses Freaking. for the game. Oh, and okay. Each one's like 45 seconds long. And he went through like three of them and he just bitching and come like, every play, you know, you keep doing this and you get it. And I'm like, dude, I'm just playing the game. Like I'm not running the clock. And I'm like, I don't know what you're bitching. About. Like I, I finally was like, I don't know what you're bitching about so much, dude. Like we're just playing. I'm, like, I'm playing my game. I don't know what else to tell you. I'm not going to fucking change how I'm playing my game. Like, this is how I play. And then he goes, like, like this is I can't do. And I'm like, no one, like, no one in this league or any other league that we've been in. And I was saying, I'm like, I've been in a, a couple of leagues. No one has complained about the way I play. Like, at least in my face. I'm like, mm-hmm. you're the first person to actually sit there and complain about how I'm playing. So I'm like, so he keeps going. And then finally, like, at the end of the first half, like, like I was up 16 nothing. And I'm like, huh, I'm having not a bad game. And then he runs like an illegal play. He, he, he full on runs an illegal play. He does like a, I wanted to say it was, a, it was already like, you can't, he went for like a fake field goal, uh, like in the second quarter. I think that's illegal in that league. And yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, cool. You got me. Didn't say a word about it. I'm like, cool. Like he scored. And then he, he I intercepted him again. <laughs> like, and then he just, he pauses and he's like, I'm fucking done. Like he quit. And, and, like, this whole time, like, instead of just quitting, no, he's, he's on this Discord talking about how I don't know how to play. Like, I don't, and I'm like, I'm like, dude, I even go, bro, I don't know why you're, like, it's it's a one-score game. Like, we're having a good game. This is not a good game. And he just keeps going on. And I'm like, well, I don't know what to tell you. And finally, like, he keeps going on. And, like, like nobody plays football like this. Not even like this. Not even in real life. And then I, I like, that was it. When he goes, nobody in football fucking runs the clock down. Like, I was like, all right. I was like. So finally, after going back and forth, and this was like, even I was like, I was embarrassed that we were arguing, but I'm like, I'm not going <laughs> to fucking quit because this guy's, this guy's being a little bitch. So finally, like, so finally I'm like, are you so like, well, you're delusional, man. Like you're, you're not like, obviously you don't know the game of football because if you're telling me that nobody runs the clock down in football, you're crazy. And he just was like, and he said something to me, oh, because I was adding him. I was like, stop adding me. Get off my nuts. And then I was just like, oh, you're a tough guy right now. Huh? You're being a little, a little tough guy. And then he's like, whatever. And then I just go, he, he threw the little dot, 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 like he was done. Like, And I'm like, which is so fucking stupid because he's like, if you're really going to ignore me, you uh-huh. just don't say anything. Yeah. So why would you put the, so I fucking put dot, dot, dot. And I was like, you fucking child. And that, so he quit, right? And I'm like, and then like a couple of minutes later, the commissioner goes, he quit the league. <laughs> like what? He's like he quit the game. I, because I, I right after that happened, I went to the. Uh, you can request a forced win if if you don't play if you can't get your game played. Um, and I, I just I, I typed up force win and then I put the emoji of the shrug like force win. He quit. And then uh, like right after he's like he quit the league, man. And I'm like, what? And like the guy was the guy was fucking undefeated. He hadn't lost a game yet, Jesse. He was like seven or seven or oh or eight yeah. and, and he fucking lost his shit and quit. And even the guy like the commissioner, who himself is annoying, but he was just like this is like it's his it would have been his first loss. And yeah, guy just fucking disappeared. The guy was like Dude, it's like everybody in that league can't take a loss. Yeah, a lot it's of guys. Ridiculous. Like I was playing I was playing the guy that he was the Saints and like I was running I was uh, he he was accusing me of running the same play over and over, and uh, I wasn't. I had the same formation. All, all I was doing was base aligning, and base aligning is just this guy disguising your defense. Mm-hmm. So I made it look like it was something else. So I did that, and then I showed blitz, 
And I did that a couple of times. But I would either blitz or just run zone coverage or be a completely different place. And he got mad. He's like, uh, you know, the, he goes, you know the rules about uh, blitzing, right? I'm like, I was like, what, really? Like, what is it? That so you can't run the same play? I was like, I'm not. I'm base aligning and, and showing blitz. And he just writes back, LOL. And I was like, well, okay. I was like, and I just kept doing it. And uh, but I was I was always picking a different play, and he goes, "Keep fucking, keep fucking blitzing." And he's like, "Okay," and I was like, "Okay." So I just kept blitzing. <laughs> he fucked me up. He beat me. I didn't yeah. score on him at all. But uh, but he was getting mad. I was like, "Dude, why are you getting mad?" I'm like, "I'm I'm I'm not I'm not running the same play." He's like, "You're fucking running the same play." And I was like, "All right, whatever." Then he just started talking a bunch of shit to me, and I was like, "Ah, oh, whatever." Then I just telling him like, "Oh, you're just like everybody else in this league, fucking complaining about being a little bitch, like uh, complaining about little shit." Like people on this league can't take a fucking loss. Yeah, and he just kept talking shit, and then uh, we like we fucking our game finished, and we're just like whatever. He's kind of still kind of talking shit. I'm just like whatever, and then I just had good game, and then he 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 saw the argument about something else. It was something completely different. There's like argument every fucking every week. Fucking in this week fucking, yeah, it's yeah. somebody bitching about something. Dude. So there was a, the argument for this week, and then he, the dude goes. Because uh, I play the Bucks and you could at them. It's like, go at Bucks. It's like, I'm kind of, I'm starting to see like what you're talking about. I'm starting to agree <laughs> with you, what you're talking about. And I just kind of like, like, uh, like put an emoji, like a smiling face, like a laughing face. I'm just like, I fucking told you. <laughs> That's ironic for him to fucking say that though when he was fucking doing the same fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, I had but, a one bit. Like, I actually had a couple of guys who played me who I could tell were new to the league. Like, one of the guys, he, he ran a couple of plays he shouldn't have. And I didn't even say anything. And I was like, maybe I should tell him afterwards. Like, hey, man, you should, you probably shouldn't do this. And, and in retrospect, I should have told him that just so that he didn't have to worry about other people bitching at him. Yeah. But I didn't want to even come off as a fucking, like, like I'm complaining. Yeah. So I didn't say anything. I was like, you know what, man? Like, I even, and I even told the guy that I played, and he was the Bengals. I was like, hey, man, you want to run whatever you run, run it. And I even put him on the spot. I'm like, hey, you ran stretch three fucking, you've run stretch three times already, like, in a row. Or, or like, you keep running the stretch play. And that's cool. And he's like, and then he's like, and then he, like I was like, but I don't say anything. I don't care. And then he's like, and then he got mad. He took it as like, well, you're complaining about me running stretch when you're running time. And I'm like, nope, that's not what I said. I was trying to tell you that I don't give a fuck what you run. If you run that play three times and I can't stop you, that's on me. Like, yeah, that ain't, that ain't mm-hmm. on. That isn't anything to do with you. Like people want to put rules to stop that stuff. That's cool, but you're not gonna see me complain. Yeah, but he kept. But then he, he jumped on it like, "Yo, you're complaining about me when you're running clock." I'm like, "Bro, I'm not running clock." And I even told him like, like I even told the guys like, I change like I I adjust on the fly like on a play like when I'm on offense I go out I look what I'm up against and then I'm gonna adjust and yeah I'm sorry if I'm not gonna just run shit off the like like nothing. Yeah. that's not how I play my game. And it, it was just it was just crazy to see that. So it's like to that point now I'm just like I don't really care. I had a game like right after two against. Um, one of the commissioners and one of the rules in the league is not running up the score. You know, you, you beat a person by a certain amount and then you, you, you play cool, you play conservative. And, um, I did that to one of the guys I was up and I played it cool. And he thanked me. He even goes, man, you destroyed me. But he's like, I appreciate you didn't, you know, not running up the score. And I'm like, yeah, don't worry about it, man. And the commissioner who made the rule ran the score up because he was trying to get a, an upgrade to his, one of his players. And he's apologizing while he's doing it. And I'm thinking, and I didn't care. Like at the time, I'm like, yeah, I don't care. That's fine. I'm all, I'm losing anyways. But like, I'm like, at the same time, I'm like, bro, you made this rule. And I'm like, if someone did this to you, I guarantee you that that guy would be fucking complaining about it. So like when Beto brought up the, that guy doing it, I, I was listening to the thing and the guy was mad about like, 
oh, you're more, you're up by a certain amount. And like the other guy's complaint, the one who, who was being bitched at, I understood him. He's like, dude, it was a close game still. I had to, I had to make sure that I was winning. And I'm like looking at this and I'm like, yeah, I, I didn't fucking get it. Well, that's it for me. Jesse, what's up with you? I finished Ghost of Tsushima. Of course I you did. Beat it. Completed it. I, I spent a lot of time with it. It was fun. It was uh, it's one of those games where I didn't really... Where you have other games where you got to do the side missions and it could be really time-consuming or boring or you, it doesn't really motivate you to do anything. I didn't have that problem with Ghost of Tsushima. Everything was fun for me. I, I did so much stuff. I did so much leveling up that by the time I got somewhat close to the end like even if i did side stuff it didn't matter it didn't increase anything because i'd already done so much uh but you know i don't want to go too much into the game because i do want to do an episode on it because i really enjoyed it uh but uh i think it's great i I had a lot of fun with it Uh, i checked out reviews and everything that people had released on it because i didn't really read any reviews i kind of just went i just kind of saw what people were scoring it and um i could see a lot of people's complaints but what I found funny was that, like that, it did, like what it, what other people were bothered by didn't bother me. I actually had a lot of fun with it. So I mean, like in, in that way, like when it comes to reviews, sometimes what I've been noticing is is if something's reviewed okay, and some people will take a oh man, it didn't get a nine. I don't want to play it. You know, even like an eight's fine. You know, seven's fine. And even if something gets a seven, you kind of gotta realize that. Hey, that's what that person feels that's about. That's their it. opinion. Yeah. yeah, that's their opinion. You yeah, might yeah. get on it. You might give it a nine, dude. It's I've seen. I saw sevens for the games. I saw eights, nines, and tens. Right? It was everywhere. Um, if I would have paid attention, like let's say I just saw one, I was like, all right, I'm not gonna get it. I would have been. I would have missed out on something I just had so much fun with. Like I didn't. Yeah. I think I wasn't really bored on anything. I it's really a lot enjoyed of games, it. Though. Yeah, a yeah. Lot of games like people tend to now, like when you see a company like based the bonus that a developer gets off of the metacritic score i'm always yeah. like that's such a shitty way to do things because yeah. it's just an opinion and you can't really base it off of that yeah. like it really yeah. isn't the way you, to do things yeah it, it's that's why it's like uh, it's one one thing and the other for me like when ghost of tsushima came out paper mario came out as well i was originally going to get both at the same time but i decided not to get paper mario because i was like "Ooh, what i heard about it uh, i don't know I'm just going to get Ghost of Tsushima right now. But I'm still glad I did do that because I was able to just focus on Ghost of Tsushima. And I ended up getting Paper Mario the other day. Um, And the reason I got Paper Mario, even though I was just kind of like, I don't know if I want to get it. I was hearing stuff about the combat that it wasn't what fans of the series wanted, right? And I was like, oh, that's a bummer because I like traditional turn-based combat. Uh, I didn't. I thought it was kind of weird. Okay, what's this sphere thing? That might be cool. Um, and then I was watching somebody who was like a huge Paper Mario fan, right? Like they love Paper Mario, but you know nothing's been good since the original Paper Mario on 64 and Thousand Year Door. You know that's how everyone usually feels. And he even he was just like Color Splash was okay, but it was just missing out on a ton of stuff. But he talked about Paper Mario and the Origami King. He had said, like, you know what? I'm digging it. I like the writing. The combat just, he's just like, for me right now, I've only got three hours in. He was like, I got three hours in. Loving it, but the combat's just way too easy. So I, I'm kind of bummed if, it, if the whole game is, is easy, like, throughout, right? And then he had edited his video and came back and said, like, I just played this boss fight. Awesome. So much strategy, so much, like, so I'm excited. Like, you know, and that made me go, like, oh, shit. Okay, I'm going to get Paper Mario for sure now that I'm finished with Ghost of Tsushima. 
um, ordered Paper Mario from Amazon, and they lost the package. So I had to go to an actual store and pick it up. But that's fine. It's okay. Uh, but I have Good started- old Amazon. I know. Uh, I have started playing Paper Mario, and man, it we've, we've all agreed, even from like when we first saw it, game looks um, great, amazing, you know, beautiful, the colorfuls, you know, but the writing is so funny. Like, yeah. There's just moments and character character stuff that's really cool, and even the, the new type of combat, even though I prefer, or not prefer, but I enjoy standard turn-based combat, I, you know, sometimes changing it up isn't bad, you know? So uh, right now I'm digging Paper Mario and I'm I'm excited. I've only probably put like about an hour and a half into it. I haven't really gotten that long, but so far what I've played is is really good and I've been enjoying that one. Um, so during last week, oh wait, uh, sorry. Oh yeah. Did you did you use the motion controls or did you take them off? I took that shit off right away. Uh, I still have them on, but I'm thinking about taking them off. Yeah, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I see what they're doing. It's not, it's so far, it's not like you have to use them all the time. Yeah, but, but when you use them, it's like really useless though. No, I agree. I, even I thought like right when that happened, I thought of you right off the bat. I was like, Bedzo ain't going to like this at all. Um, So during this, this past week, uh, Microsoft was doing something where, hey, you know, they're going to have demos on xbox if you have an xbox one you can play these demos they're usually like at e3 but they're select demos right so they were only going to have it for a week and then it would get deleted or taken off or you couldn't play them if you had them on your console it's not like something you can keep so it was like two days before it was going to end and i was like you know what i don't usually use my xbox i'm just going to download some of these games but I, i went through a list that you know kotaku was just like hey these if you're going to play anything like try try out these games I'm like, oh, okay, but I didn't try them all out. I just looked at it and to kind of read the synopsis and see what I thought was cool. They had Skatebird on there. That was pretty neat. Skatebird was like yeah. Tony Hawkish, but like birds. It, it's birds, but sometimes you could barely hit something and the birds would just flop down, you know? So <laughs> it, it doesn't have that tight, like, not, not that, that it's not tight control, but it just, it just kind of like... Okay, yeah, it's funny because it's birds and they just topple over, but I don't. I'm trying to do a trick and I fucking just keep toppling over. That was a little annoying, but it, it's it's cool. It was just one small little level and how they kind of created levels was pretty unique and kind of smart. And then like yeah. I want to say, you can you find other birds and they give you challenges. And one of the challenges was basically like in Tony Hawk. Hey, collect the word skate, but I want to say it was called birdie. Bird. Yeah, I think it was Birdie. I don't know. Oh, Birdie. But um, I thought, okay, that that's cool. So I tried that. It was it was neat. You know, it's like I want to see what what more that game could do. I and, like how it's just a room and like all the like there's like you could uh instead of rails there's like pencils that you can grind on and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty. Oh, and there was even one where I was grinding on a uh, um, God, what what are they called? Freaking uh, uh, when you get a soda and you get the. Straw? Straw. Oh, I couldn't think of the word straw. I couldn't think of the word straw, dude. I don't know why. You know what? What are those things? You know what? Because I don't use straws anymore because it's uh, it's bad for the environment, and I don't want fucking turtles to get straws in their nose. That's why I forgot about it because I'm trying to get rid of that Uh, horrible thing. Anyway, um, you can grind on the straws, and I thought that was pretty funny, and it, it was like a curve and everything. Uh-huh. Uh, I tried out, and, and I didn't download a ton of stuff, like three titles. 
another one called Haven. It was kind of like a sci-fi thing. It was pretty neat. You know, I played a bit of it. Had some cool character stuff. It was kind of gliding, collecting things. Um, a lot of indie titles. But one that when I read what it was about, I was like, this sounds interesting. I'm going to try it. And this, you have to wear headphones. It's called The Veil. And it's about a blind princess. It's basically the screen is black. You have to wear headphones so that you can hear things around you. Now, there is stuff that pops up on the screen, but it's more like balls of light. So pretty much, you're a princess who, um, you, from the day you were born, you were blind. Never got to, you know, really, of course, have the, the sight. And how this game is created is you can play it if, if you're either someone who can see or even even blind as well because it, it tells you it's narrated if you move the stick left or down it's like this is a new game this is continue this is start this is you know left or right once you're if you're in a menu setting um but it's more like a narrative story driven experience but you're using what you hear to guide yourself to certain directions or to defend yourself or hit someone with a sword because as you keep going as stuff gets narrated um you find out stuff is like your uncle taught you how to defend yourself because you were blind. Like your father kept you, you know, you, no one really knew who you were in a way. You were the princess, but kept you away because you were blind. But your uncle was one, someone who was just like, oh, hey, I'm going to show you how to defend yourself. You right. kind of have to hear the sound to kind of, you know, um, if he's on your left, if he's in front of you or to your right. Once you hear the movement of the leather of his clothing, that's when you can hit an attack. So you have your sword, hit an attack, move the right stick, hit an attack. If you're going to put your shield up, I want to say shield was up on the stick. So you can you can pull your shield up once you, you hear the movement. So you hear the, the sword hit the shield, and then you can stab an attack. So there's ways of doing it. And then uh, when you're going through this story... Um, something happens and there's bandits. So you got to pay attention to your surroundings and see, okay, hit them to the left, hit them to the right, hit them. Sometimes they could hit you if you're, if you don't do it on time. So it was kind of a cool kind of like a, uh, what you hear, then you attack and keep going. You meet someone and then you, you're in this village and you're like, Hey, I need help. You need to buy this. I'm hurt right now. Buy this thing. You have to find someone who is selling you know medicine or whatever and you'll hear someone from the far left like medicine for sale or you hear you hear someone like fresh bread fresh baked bread and this and that so you gotta walk to the area that you hear it the louder either left right center whatever so you're using sound to find your direction i thought it was pretty freaking cool you know i thought it was a really neat way of playing a game but not visually more with sound and yeah. it was engaging. It wasn't like, this is fucking boring. This is dumb. Like For a minute, even though playing it, I was like, when is this going to get boring? When am I going to get bored of like, oh, okay, hit this, swipe, slash. You know, no, it was, kind of, it was pretty engaging. Because the story that was told, the voice acting of the people, how they use sound of like, your mind starts creating what could happen or what you're seeing in your mind's eye kind of thing. So I thought the veil was pretty cool. And it was cool that I was able to like play it. I thought, I thought it was a really neat game is it like a, on the connect like in fruit ninja not not like that no <laughs> it's just standard controller input playing your game fruit ninja was cool though on connect because you get the sweats and the gunslinger gunslinger yeah um, 
But uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I really played this week. I didn't really play anything else. But yeah, uh, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. So see you in a bit. Welcome back. And this week, we are going to be talking about something that happened about two weeks ago. It was the Xbox Games Showcase. Something that a lot of people had their own opinions and stuff to talk about. We will talk about it in a different way because I think um, both you know me, Joe, and Beto kind of feel the same way. But I feel we do have stuff to talk about. But before we jump into that, before we do anything, they had a pre-show on the before the Xbox Game Showcase where they announced that Dragon Quest XI S is coming to the PS4 and Xbox One. But what was really neat was this is the more updated version with orchestral soundtracks for the music. But also this will be available date and date when it releases on Xbox One and Xbox Game Pass, which is really cool. Um, other stuff that was announced in the pre-show was Hello Neighbor 2. We love that Hello Neighbor 2. Uh, yeah, Echo, the first one was so good. Echo Generations. Um, and then a game uh, by Yuji Naka the, was showing off a game called Balan Wonderland, which was like kind of their version of, and if you don't know who Yuji Naka is, man who is part of the Sonic team, creator of Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, this game is more of a Knights type of game. Knights, Knights into Dreams game, if you remember that that title. So that was something that was announced. Again, remember, this was not announced on Xbox Games Showcase. So the showcase happens. I'm Right now, I'm just going to run through the games that were announced there. And I'm whatever we're interested in talking about, which well, the first one will be Halo. But, uh, you know, they showed Halo Infinite. And then from there, they showed... Forza Motorsports, Rare's newest game, Everwild, Tell Me Why by Don't Nod, the same people who do, you know, uh, yeah. Life is Strange. Ain't nothing but a heartache. <laughs> uh, that one, the first chapter of that, of that will be available August 27th. Um, they did also say that the sequel to Ori is going to get in a special Xbox Series X version which will run at 120 frames per second at 4k hdr so that will be something ori. free ori and the will of the wisps oh i thought it was ori and the whispering eye <laughs> the whispering eye <laughs> they also announced the outer worlds dlc which is coming out in december a game called grounded uh that's out july 28th so um um a new obsidian game which is called avowed which looked very much elder scrolls like uh, another one, a game called As Dust Falls. Uh, they talked a bit about Senu Sacrifice, Hellblade 2, but not much on it. Another announcement on Psychonauts 2. Uh, Destiny 2 to, is uh, going to Xbox Series X, and they talked about the and also Game Pass. Stalker 2, Warhammer 40K, Dark Tide. Tetris Effect is coming to the Xbox One called Xbox or Tetris Effect Connected coming this holiday, which will give a multiplayer aspect to the original Tetris Effect. The Gunk. 
the medium PSO New Genesis Online 2, which is actually an upgrade. Uh, Crossfire X. What did you say, Jesse? Crossfire. No, before what? that. New what Genesis. What is PSO, though? PSO, Fantasy Star Online. Yeah, but what is it, though? It's an MMO. Yeah, but what, what you said it was a specific, like... It's a special version, or what is it? Oh, okay. Well, so we'll talk about that if you want to jump into it. No, this, what they're doing with this, because, uh, you know, we finally got PSO here in, in America. Oh, no, 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 Jesse. What do you do when you get something, but then it's better than it was before? It's the same thing, but it's better. It's it's an upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, what are they making? They're remaking it? So what they're doing is... Um, since, you know, it finally came out here in America, but basically it's been out in Japan since probably 2010 Bro. for such yeah. a long time. Yeah, so barely forever. a decade there. This is basically kind of fancy star online three. Everything's is going to get redone, uh, upgraded. <laughs> um, they're kind of treating it like Final fantasy 14 online, which had a horrible, was just a piece of shit. People hated it, and then they ju- what they ended up doing with Final Fantasy fourteen was treat it like the world ends and we're starting from scratch. So they a uh, realm reborn. So what they did was kill the world and restart it, and now people love it. So basically, not not saying this was crap, but it's in that vein of like, hey, we're updating it and making it better because it makes sense because it's an old game. When you yeah, really yeah. Think about it. So that's pretty neat and makes me think, you know what? I'll just wait till this is out to start it because I did like trying out the beta. Uh, but there was something where I was like, oh, I'm playing it on an Xbox One. It doesn't look that good. I think until I get an Xbox Series X, I'll play it because it'll probably look better. But then people were just like, no, that's just how it looks. You know, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. But this new Genesis one, that's interesting. So I do want to check that out. Um, like I said, Crossfire. And to, to end that conference... Playground Games is has announced Fable coming to Xbox One. Now, all this stuff was part of the Xbox Games Showcase. Beto, I know you watched it. Did you get around to watching it at all, Joe, or did you just check out the I, I saw bits and pieces of it. I didn't get to see the whole thing, but I did definitely see okay. uh, uh, bits and pieces of it. So, before we talk about the whole show, um, well, actually, let's just talk about the whole show. What did you guys think? I'll start off with you, Beto. What did you think of the Xbox Games Showcase? I didn't really care for it. Mm-hmm. I even though I know they they said that there wasn't going to be any sort of release date or price. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything they showed, I mean, other than Halo, I didn't really care for. I mean, even Halo was just like whatever, just Halo. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I didn't. It's it wasn't a very good show for me, at mm-hmm. least. Joe. So, I like. I didn't think it was bad. Mm-hmm. I think it just kind of follows lately the narrative for what Microsoft has been aiming for. It's just they're showing a lot of stuff, but there's nothing spectacular. But they are definitely showing a lot of different, like a variety of things. Yeah. You know? A lot so of people pointed out. Oh, sorry. A lot of people did point out that it's an Xbox game showcase. It wasn't an Xbox Series X yeah. showcase, you know. And, and I think I think. You know, like, I applaud them for having a variety of games, showing mm-hmm. a lot of stuff. Um, like, Halo was Halo. I, I really don't know how to feel about that. You know, now that it's, like, an open world thing, I'm kind of like, huh, okay, let, let, let's let see. I mean, 
I want to say like some of the older ones. There's definitely a lot of like, a room to move around in Halo, like like the world. But like this is apparently like their first attempt at a truly like open world Halo, right? Mm-hmm. That's what it sounded like. Yeah, so no, it's not not mostly open world, but the maps are going to be large, and it's. Yeah. You know, there was a lot of mixed messaging, and I guess a lot of people were a bit confused. Like, oh, is it, are they just trying to do Destiny? But they're like, no, it's not like Destiny, but it's, yeah, like, the it's, worlds are a bit more weird. open. Yeah. Um, it didn't look, and again, it's early, so I'm not going to judge it, but it yeah. didn't look like anything super special. You know what I mean? But, I mean, you know, it could still be a good game, so I don't know. Well, it, that's that's more of a, like, wait and see. Um, you know, some other kind of cool stuff that they showed. Uh, the fable thing was funny because I guess like I, I felt like a lot of the um, like not not a lot I'll say some of the like blogs or, or like websites kind of brought up like oh wow fables coming back but I'm like my thought was always like we're coming really the last full fable game was like the third one and it wasn't really a big hit it wasn't all that special so it's kind of interesting like Yes, it's Fable. They're bringing it back, but I don't really know if that's a game people were have been itching for anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean it's like Crackdown, right? There, <laughs> you know what? I would say it's better than Crackdown, and there are fans for Fable. What gets me more excited for Fable, to be honest, Peter Molyneux has nothing to do with it. That's true. He that, doesn't that have. He's thing, not going to yeah. be coming out I don't saying have to worry like about hearing it's the greatest game ever. Oh, we're going to make a game where you you uh, uh, you have a wife, you have a child. But that child could grow up and hate you because of things you choose to do. And it's just like, well, uh, okay. You know, he would just, he, yeah. And, and, then, and like, then after the game releases, he's like, I'm really sorry that I wasn't able to give you what you, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, it's like every game. You know, I, I really, Fable 2, I love that game. Uh-huh. I, I was a big fan of Fable 2. I, yeah. I really, really enjoyed that game. Um, Three, not so much. Mm-hmm. I know they've done some other Fable type games. I know one of them was like a Kinect game. Didn't they remake a Fable? I'm not even sure anymore. They like did Fable some- Tales or something? They remade something the first like one. That. They remade yeah, the first one. Yeah, that's what they one. did. Yeah. Um, I think I they know. did. They, I, as, as far as a final game like to show off. So here's this. As, as far as a, just a, a, like the last game to show off, um, it was underwhelming. But it, It's just pre-rendered. Gonna, it's a CG trailer. Yeah. But I think when we get to what I think we're going to go with this conversation, it makes sense why it is, why they went with it, Mm -hmm. and why it is, in their mind, kind of a big deal. Yeah. With Halo, this was the first game, or this is the first conference thing I decided, like, hey, maybe I should just live stream this. You know, I have the equipment. It's in the morning. I'll just live stream this event, have my reactions. You know, I was excited to... To like, oh, if there's something cool, I'll have a reaction. Or if they end up announcing the price and date, that'd be cool. Which they didn't. You know, a lot of people are saying they weren't going to anyway. They said they weren't going to. So there's no disappointment there. It's just more like, ooh, but are you lying? You know, because sometimes people do. They lie. They lie. And so you can be excited or think it was cool. But I was just mostly, I was calling stuff. But stuff that wasn't like, oh, man, I predicted this. It's like stuff that was talked about. So I was just like, Fable's going to get announced. And it did. And People's people. It's like saying everyone was saying Fable was gonna get announced at whatever conference that was at Sony or not Sony's Xbox. Every Xbox conference, people were like Fable's coming, and it didn't. I just said it, and it happened because it finally did. I'm not a someone who knows anything really, but um, with Halo, I was just like, yeah, I was watching it, and I was just like, it's Halo. It looks like Halo. 
what I didn't see though, because I was just kind of out of it, was that he had a grappling hook that he could pull things and throw yeah. it, and then he could kind of grapple himself up. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. That's that's pretty neat. Um, I thought Rare's game looked cool, but again, these are all just there's no gameplay. A lot of stuff wasn't gameplay, you know. And and I was just like, okay. I'm excited for the idea, but I don't know how it's going to play, you know? They showed, uh, I forgot to mention, State of Decay 3, but what they showed was a nice CG trailer, but if you've ever seen State of Decay, that's not how that game's going to look, you know? So they have that. I ended up just watching the Sony one, just to kind of have a clear, more like, how was Sony's? Like, I remember, of course, everyone's like, My uh, Sony's was better. Microsoft was shitty, right? I, I rewatched Sony's, and I was just like, you know, it was good, but it had the same thing as announcements and other games that are just kind of yeah. like, you know, whatever. They were both in that vein. But what edges out Sony is that because theirs was PS5. This is PS5 stuff. And Microsoft's was everything else, which is okay because they weren't they weren't saying this was Xbox Series X, right? They weren't saying this is only Xbox Series This is everything. Um and I think we'll get to starting now on the discussion I'm pretty sure we're all going to talk about. But when it comes to Halo, um, you had a lot of people saying it looked like shit. The monkeys look horrible. Look at the monkey guy. looks crappy. This looks like crap. This looks like shit. And you had people defending it. Hey, it's a different art style. You can't compare, you know, Halo to The Last of Us Part 2. And I agree. You do, there, It's two different art styles, right? What I what I haven't heard anyone really say, um, I heard some people say this, but you also Halo is being touted as as this game that's going to be for the Xbox Series X. Yes, it's going to be for both Xbox One and Xbox Series X. And you know, some people are saying, well, it's not fair because they have to make a game for both consoles. I was like, okay, I, I understand, but it's a major Microsoft IP. Those games have to be the ones that show off your console. Maybe not. it's not going to be the game that looks the best for the whole... I mean, we're, we're getting PS4 games that look better than the PS4 games that came out when they originally released. You know, Ghost of Tsushima, The Last of Us. Um, with Halo, I was surprised on how it looks. Gameplay is probably going to be fine. But I think for a mainline title, and especially for a Halo title, every Halo title always looked better than the other one. It was the title to show off your console, to show off the Xbox console. I went back and replayed 4 just to see how that looked. I looked at Reach, and it... I don't know, like, it's... I don't think it's the way Microsoft wanted to present it, but it was presented this way, so it's underwhelming. And, and I'm hearing all these people defending it, and I understand, and, and, you know, if the gameplay's fun, that's what matters, but what I'm saying is it's, it's a first-party game. It's... The one that has to show off your console. If this was The Last of Us 3 for PS5 that got announced and it didn't look as good as Last of Us 2, like that should also get some slack, uh, flack too because this has to be a title that shows off your console. It's not the third-party title. It's not, you know, Men 2022. It's not FIFA. It's not Call of Duty. It's the first-party title. I don't know how you guys feel about that. You know, like, I didn't really have a big problem with the way Halo looked like. I feel like, and I, I think they they announced later on, like, well, it's it's going to end up looking better. It, was it spectacular? No, mm -hmm. it wasn't. Um, 
We don't know what it's going to look like on the Series X. I mean, I'm sure it's going to look pretty. But this was. But it's not going to be. Oh, sorry, sorry. Go. No, I'm just saying, like, I I feel like it was a representation. We don't really know in the end what it's going to look like. It's probably not going to be. It's not going to blow us away. And again, this goes back to one of the things we were talking about a while back when we're talking about these consoles is like that level of fidelity, that visual fidelity that you're used to from console to console. At some point, that's just going to stop. They're not going to wire you that much anymore. It's just mm. not a, an easy thing to do. Like, of course, there's going to be certain games that, yes, they're going to go all out and they're going to do that. But like, it's just not, it's almost not even um, financially viable to do that, to spend all this money to, to, to make a game look better to the point where like the naked eye doesn't see anymore Mm -hmm. it's almost just like no now i'm more interested in seeing like if this halo is actually an open world world like an open world game um no load times seamless transitions like the effects and that's something that really we're not gonna see off of a trailer you know like we'll see little bits and pieces of that but like that's what i think i'm a little bit more concerned i'm more concerned with stuff like a little bit like that now at this point um but Again, like all of this, right? Like when you when you're talking about a showcase and you got a new console coming, but like you said, this was the game showcase. It wasn't the Series X showcase. Mm-hmm. But it all kind of just falls into the narrative I think they're really trying to push when and again, are you going to bring up Game Pass or no? Yeah, yeah, no, you bring it up. Okay. When at the end of this whole thing, they basically go, all of this is coming to Game Pass. And yeah, that's, that's when cool. it was like, for me, that's when it was like, ah, that's what you're doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're like, I get it now. They're like, all of these games will be on Game Pass. And then that was the moment that took, for me, that took a basically kind of a mediocre sh- a mediocre show. Mm-hmm. And didn't, didn't, blow, didn't make it, didn't suddenly turn this into a blowaway show. But at least get, it bumped it up a bit where I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I see what you guys are doing now. Like, this is all just... You, you guys are really selling Game Pass. Plugging the... And as, yeah. and, as, and, and as an event selling Game Pass, I still would give it an A. Mm-hmm. But I give it a solid B. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. You did you did good. This was never meant... I think in the end, this was never meant to sell the Series X. This yeah. was just about selling Game Pass, which I think... You know, truthfully, and we've spoke about this before, I think going forward, this is really what they're trying to push. Yeah. yeah. It isn't so much the consoles anymore. And you know what? It's a smart move on their end. Like, I've it's, got Game Pass. Yeah. And, and you know, like, I, and again, I, I don't even know where the X stands, the, the, the Xbox One X now. Yeah. Because I know that that's not being made anymore. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if it's still supported and I get the majority of those games, I'm, I'm pretty stoked because I'm like, Hell, man! There's gonna be like ten games I want to play, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna have access to them, and it's great. It's a it's yeah. a solid, you know, it's a win for me. Remember when uh when PlayStation Plus is like, hey, you got to get PlayStation Plus because you get four free games that you're probably never gonna play, but you get four free <laughs> games. Yeah. So, so, and that's funny because you say that because like now with Game Pass, like when you get the Game Pass Ultimate, you're basically getting gold lumped in. So not only do you get like four free games. From being part of games with a goal, which I have a feeling that's going to also change because I, I, I remember, remember you was you that brought it up. The whole gold's gone now. Remember, I think that was a couple. Yeah, months uh, ago. yeah. that was the they're taking away the twelve yeah. months. Which oh, yeah, I, yeah. I think is part of the. I, I think eventually what's going to happen is the games with gold is gone. Yeah. Right now, you get games with gold, you get like four games free. <clears> but if you have the game pass, anyways, it's almost a moot point. You're going to get yeah. 
you know, all this other Get stuff. more shit. Yeah. yeah, and I think I think really that's that's what they're going to be pushing more than anything. It ain't going to be about games of gold no more. It's about Game Pass because Game Pass is going to get you your Xbox Live plus that, that full Xbox access. TV. Yeah, yeah. And again, you know, like Halo. Maybe Halo doesn't blow us all away anymore. But I mean, the fact that you can pay ten or fifteen dollars a month. And you're going to get the new Halo. And let's face it, there's a built-in fan base. Halo fans are going to want to play Halo. Yeah. And and again, like the Fable thing. You throw Fable at the end, I'm like, people really weren't clamoring for Fable. But there's a there's a there's there's definitely a diehard there's an um, amount of, of people, yeah, that, that love the Fable series that are Xbox fans that are going to be like, oh, I get Fable on Game Pass when it mm-hmm. comes out? Sold. Yeah. Um, yeah. So when it comes to selling Game Pass, I think this thing did a pretty damn good job. Not the best job. I think it could have done a lot better. There's still things it could have done. <laughs> Gonna take a quick break, but first, a word from our sponsors. Man, Bethel, sometimes I work out and I just don't have the energy to keep going. Do you know anything I could do about that? Well, I'll tell you, Jesse. FNXFit.com is committed to creating innovative supplements of the highest quality that provide focus for a productive morning, energy to thrive all day, performance supplements to reach new goals, unique sleep and recovery formulas to support any sport, and health supplements to support an active lifestyle for years to come. Wow, that sounds awesome. Is there anything that we can offer to our listeners on the podcast? Listeners of our podcast will get 15% off at checkout with promo code 3PCPOD. That's the number 3PCPOD. Whoa, wait a minute. That sounds good, Nobeto, but like, have you even tried it? Is it even something you've experienced? I actually tried their uh, recharge pre-workout because I, I would feel too lazy to, to uh, work out after I got out of work. So this stuff it just really gave me the energy to, to exercise and help me push myself like to get the most out of my mm-hmm. exercise routine. Because uh, I work out with uh, kettlebells and steel clubs and stuff. And oh, you think you're cool the only reason I kettlebell? couldn't push myself even further is because they got oh, right, this yeah. really terrible uh, grip strength. But it's been getting better. But yeah, that's the only reason I couldn't go anymore. Um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, they... They have like different kinds of flavors. I got the strawberry laminate and it's actually pretty, pretty tasty. Like I've had some pre-workouts that have, that have uh, like the strange mm-hmm. aftertaste, but this really didn't, I didn't taste anything other than the strawberry lemonade. It was pretty good. Uh, and then FNX is a recharge pre-workout. It has a cordyceps, which is a, it's a mushroom that helps with endurance. And I've had experience with cordyceps mushrooms before. Yeah, yeah. And it helps so much when it comes to like boosting like your, your performance of your exercise. It's it's really interesting how, how the the cordyceps works. It's cool. Hmm, that sounds neat. Do they offer anything else? FNXFit.com also has a variety of protein powders, including a vegan protein powder, branched chain amino acids for muscle recovery, and a sleep aid to help you with the mimis. Did you know that 663 million people live without clean water? So with every purchase made at fnxfit.com, a child in need receives one gallon of clean water. How cool is that? Wow, that actually is really cool. So far, uh, fnxfit.com has donated over 103,825 gallons of clean drinking water. So not only are you getting a discount, but you're helping kids with need. That's fucking awesome. Whoa, that's freaking awesome. Um, So try it out. Go to fnxfit.com and enter promo code 3PCPOD at checkout. That's the number 3PCPOD. 3PCPOD for 15% off of your purchase. So make sure to try fnxfit.com today and use our special promo code. 
I think honestly, you're 100% right. Game Pass is awesome. It, it the idea of it, everything you can do, like and it even, crept up on us, right? I, like, I thought yes. I thought about it this week. I was just like, you know, what? I'm gonna get a Series X because I want. I don't have an Xbox One X. I just have the old one, you know. And even even I was just like, you know, I'm gonna play some of the older Halos just to compare with Infinite. But I could see it slugging on that older version. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I can't wait to get the Series X so this doesn't slug anymore or not run as good. But anyway, um, and that shit, uh, I'm still mad about that Master Chief Collection. I had to download a 26 gigabyte update for that. It's still getting. But updates. I heard it's really good now. I've heard that. <laughs> but it's still <laughs> giving me. It I was like, dude, it's, it's like updates every freaking month. Anyway. I know. But I did. If hear I that, waited, like, if I waited that now, really that, now, that's the same shitty thing we got mad about Street Fighter Five. If I waited now, I'd pay yeah, way less than stoked. I did when I got it when it released. Anyway, that's a different story. Um, I was I was looking, you know, and and I'm gonna get a Series X. But then I thought, you know what? It's smart. I'm just gonna get Game Pass. There's no reason for me to buy an actual game on disc for xbox if i get those first party titles so i was looking stuff up you know and i'm like okay you know what i just want a year of gold and a year of game pass they don't have anything like that right now so maybe that's why the year of the the gold is gone so they're gonna do i'm cool playing paying 160 180 for all that together well i think they're gonna they're going to push those three-month memberships is what they're really going to do. Three and six months. And I know it sucks. It's not the same thing. I'm sure there'll be an option to buy. Here's the thing. I, I don't want feeling- I don't want to put my card on any console. I don't put my cards on any console just in case something happens. I don't – even with the – now they're doing two-step well, authentication and stuff. I'm still – I don't want to put three it – And that's the three-month card – you may have to just buy a few three-month cards. Yeah. Like those cards. You know what I mean? And that's fine. Well, like, that's what – that, and then I was thinking that too. I was thinking, you know what? Maybe I don't need to buy the year. I just like, oh, this game's out this month? Cool, I'll get the one month. Because I'll probably beat that game in a month. You know, whatever Xbox title it is. Beat it in a month. And then just wait until the next title. Oh, okay, I want to I wanna play this one. And then buy another, you know, what, $10 yeah, card then, or whatever. And then you get the whole thing. That, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, and the, the cool thing is, like, you see, you never really see sales on the one-month card. Because, and that, because I know there's going to be people, like, you're talking about, like, you... We're just gonna buy the one month card, but like you'll always you see sales all the time on the three month card. Yeah, and I think that's where they get you because it's yeah. like they get a sale on that three month card. You buy, like let's face it, if if a three month card is forty five bucks, but it goes on sale for twenty bucks, people that have Xbox are gonna buy six of them. Oh, they're yeah, gonna yeah. buy a bunch of them. And yeah, it's yeah. Like, fuck it, I got it for a year now mm-hmm. when it was way cheaper. But you know what? In the end, that's a member. Yeah, that, that's yeah. that's all they care about. They're still bringing yeah, they're getting money for that. So. So with that, I was I was thinking like that. That's what's cool about that, you know. But there's so much up in the air with Halo Infinite. Yeah, you oh, know yeah. it doesn't it doesn't look great. But then then I start thinking about stuff we've stuff we've talked about for years on this show. How much of Halo Infinite got changed? How much we how much were, were was like they're working on it and they're like scrap it. We're gonna go with this model. Scrap Do it. We're gonna go to with this spend- model. Four hundred million dollars making the next Halo. Yeah. When we know that it's going to cover over, a, when we know people. Okay, so do we need to spend three hundred or four hundred? Like, like I don't even know if that's that's a, a real amount. But let's just let's be real. Like Halos two, Halo three, Halo four. You know, a lot of money went into those games. Mm-hmm. But also, they knew with with the with the notion knowing that we need to get. X amount of millions, X million amount of, of units sold to recoup it. So it needs to be like the best or yeah. tops. You know what I mean? Now it's a matter of do we need to spend that much money on a game 
that all we're really concerned about is people getting Game Pass. And it goes back to like, Beto, when you brought up Crackdown. Crackdown was a game that like, yeah, you know, like Jesse, even you said, it was okay. It wasn't like, it's just something to pass the time a little bit. It was it was inoffensive, right? Yeah. It wasn't this great game. But again, when you have a fan, like a 360 fan who remembers Crackdown, they're like, oh man, I love Crackdown. And then they go like, I can get Crackdown 3 free on Game Pass. On game Pass? I'll just get Game Pass and play it. And then it's like, boom, done deal. They're happy. And mm-hmm. then let's let's be real. Like you said, there's going to be a lot of people that go and get Game Pass for one game, right? And then they're going to get that game and they're going to beat that game. And maybe they beat that game quick. And then all of a sudden, it's like, what do I do with the rest of this time? Oh, like they've got a Gears of War. The new Forza. You know, Forza, they didn't really even mention much of it, which I was actually surprised because I'm like, that's a big, to me, that's a bigger one. They didn't didn't have a stage to to show a real car, Joe. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but i'm just saying like forza like like that was a big to me that was the bigger one out of most of the other ones and i knew it was gonna be a part of game pass but yeah. still when you go like yeah forza the next forza is a part of game pass you're like oh shit that's fucking great because that's like the last for for microsoft that's their gran turismo mm-hmm. it really is oh and yeah it's, you know and 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 granted you know microtransactions kind of fucked that series for a while yeah now off a of Game Pass, I don't even know. I mean, I'm sure they'll still throw some microtransaction bullshit on there. But I mean, again, you're paying ten bucks a month now, so it's like, not that it's no one wants to deal with microtransactions, but when you're paying what you're paying for for Game Pass, it's almost like, like yeah, I guess now people are more likely to just be like, yeah, it's a necessary, or yeah. it's not a necessary, but it's like I can deal with this well, annoyance. That's what I was saying. What I wanted to say was, how much of that affected Halo Infinite? How much was it them changing stuff at the last minute, maybe? Or how much was it, well, this is going to Game Pass, so why spend so much time on this? You're, you're when, right. You're when totally they right. When they said, they said that, oh, okay, this is a game that's going to keep getting updated as time goes on. Like, maybe mm-hmm. new story stuff. And then that makes me go, like, man, that's... Then not everything's gonna be there. That's that's weird mixed messaging. And then but, th- but there's, no, there's not going to be any multiplayer... In, in the game when it launches, multiplayer will come later. Now there Which, was a rumor, some sort yeah. of leak that said that it seems like the multiplayer is going to be free to play, right? But what it seems like a lot of these first-party Microsoft games, not all of them, but a good amount, will have a good amount of microtransactions in it. How much is is like Microsoft or whoever putting this because, hey, we're on Game Pass, so we're not selling a $60 game we need to make more money off of this. Like how much is that because of being on game pass for first party games? Not everybody mm-hmm. is affecting the game. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, you're right. I, I think what you're going to end up with though, I think what we're going to end up with though, is, is like, you're saying like, we're going to end up with games where the, the, the development costs will go down. Mm-hmm. They have to, you know what I mean? Cause it's not viable to continually spend hundreds of millions of dollars on a game when you're only asking, X, you know, like now a ten dollars a month, uh, a month on a game. But again, like when we talked about before, when I brought that up again, like visually, like you know, it's 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 diminishing returns. We're getting to a point now where, like, even if this Halo doesn't blow us away mm-hmm. with four K and everything like that, it it still doesn't make sense to spend X hundreds of millions of dollars more to try and blow us away when we're already to a point fidelity, like fidelity wise, we're like. It's you can't do that anymore. Like, granted, there are certain areas this that you can improve. Uh, you're totally right, and I'm not saying that 
um, that developers should just fucking go back to just spending like no money on a game. Of course not, right? You, you, there's a certain bar that should be there, but it is getting more and more difficult, I think, to really like to to justify, not so much justify, but just to be like, yo, we're gonna have to spend five hundred million dollars on this game in order to make it blow people away, and oh, by the way, we're going to have to sell 20 million copies. It's just that, that day and age is over with. Yeah. I think we've, and we've already hit that point where publishers were like, you know, like Square Enix when they were like, or, or even Capcom was like Resident Evil 6. That's almost, that's a perfect, to me, Resident Evil 6 is a perfect example of that where it was like, it got so overblown and so over budgeted that they were like, yeah, we need this thing to sell uh, 10 million copies or 12 million copies. And it has to, it's gotten so big now that it's uh, four campaigns and it's like that that shit doesn't fly either you know what i mean mm-hmm. like we're always in that that the possibility of that happening you know i don't want to see that happen either i want to see focused you know content good games you know and i and i feel like you know and it's it's very interesting cuz like as a as a showcase like you said for Xbox One X um, or Xbox Series X this this was not this was a was a thumbs down yeah right but this what this did was get me super pumped up and excited for having game pass. Mm-hmm. And I, I got an, I like, even I, I'm unsure. I have an Xbox one X. I don't know how, like how much of it is going to pass on to the Xbox one X. Cause we're, we're, there's still so much unknown stuff. It's so crazy that like PS five, like, even though we know their stuff going up, we don't know the price. We don't know, you know, like all the details, the prices for the, the digital or the, the one with the disc drive xbox series x you know we're hearing now that there's there's the rumor of another uh, secondary unit that's uh lower power you know like the whole series s or whatever that was yeah called. i heard about that like, too there's so many like unknowns and we're still getting so close to the date where it's like i don't know what the fuck's happening like mm-hmm. we don't know but and, and, and to right now i still don't know like you know luckily i didn't pay very much for my xbox one x like i, I got it i got a refurb um i only paid it like 100 bucks I, I might be more concerned if I had paid full price forty dollars for an Xbox One X and going like, "What do you mean you discontinued my console?" Yeah, you know, and 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 all that. But the one saving grace with all this turmoil, at least through the Xbox, is Game Pass because I know that Game Pass is going to continue to work in one form or another for my console. And you know, like, you know, you just look at a lot of the stuff that they did like, yeah. years past, like backwards compatibility mm-hmm. when everyone was not laughing but everyone was like xbox uh playstation is focusing all and all the on, on getting indie developers and making all these great games and they're focusing on these great games and playstation did a fantastic place during the playstation 4 uh, playstation killed it when it came to exclusive games and indie games a lot of that stuff right yeah and, and a big portion of the time while we were praising them you know we'd looked over at xbox and we were like <laughs> and what is xbox doing they're opening up backwards compatibility. Not a terrible thing. Like it was cool, but like at the beginning we were like, okay. But like now as we've come like full circle up to this new generation, you're like, holy fuck, they it almost <laughs> it seems like they really had this this plan. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, you know, like, you know, there's over a hundred games on Game Pass, right? I, I think per month you get about hundred. Mm-hmm. But you know, like at any point, you can mix that ratio up. I mean, not that they—I don't think they would do that—but you could go like fifty percent Xbox uh, Series X games. I'm just gonna go think future, and go twenty-five percent Xbox One games and twenty-five percent 
Xbox 360 games and mm. people will be like, fuck, man, I got a lot of shit to play. Yeah. Like, I'm sure there's a lot of people that never play 360 games and a lot of those 360 games may get boosts in, in performance. A good amount do, yeah. Yeah, and it's just, it's just so fucking cool. Like, yeah. where you're like, damn, you know, you really think about it. They have an endless amount of content they can really deliver. Yeah, and with and, the age of streaming and stuff, you do want to go back to a lot of older games too, and that makes it yeah. easier. Hell yeah! And then like even like like I have I, I ended up getting a year of the EA access, and look at I know we should talk EA, and I and trust me, <laughs> EA deserves it. But yeah. like you look at EA access is something that you can get on PlayStation, PlayStation Four, or you can get on the Xbox. And when you look at the PlayStation Four, like the the content, it's very meager. You can only get like the new stuff, but then you look at the three, the the Xbox uh, One content. It like it it's a lot compared to what you can get on PlayStation Four because of that backwards compatibility. You get yeah. all the old Battlefield games, the Bad Company games, uh, all of the uh, um, the skate. Dead Space games. Skate, yeah, you get Skate, the Dead Space games, and I started like looking at them like like when I compared the two because I already had it. I was like. Fuck, man. And I remember Bethel asked me, like, hey, is it worth it on PS4? I was like, no, it's not. It's really not. You know? It's, Their selection it's, uh, is slim. Is one account, can you get, put them on both uh, consoles? I don't think you can. No, I that's think, yeah. That's EA. Come on, you know that. <laughs> um, you know how I they forgot. Are. You know how they be. You know how but, they um, is. Yeah, so, like, you know, it's, you know, this this whole, that whole um, presentation was just very, it was, uh, it was weird to me because it was, like, I still ended up, even though I wasn't wowed by what they showed, I still ended up very, very, um, with a positive outlook because yeah. of that Game Pass. Well, even that, like, like Microsoft still, their messaging is still very mixed because they are pushing, you know, they're, they're, for a while they've been pushing, hey, it's available on any Xbox you own. Xbox One, Xbox Series X, Xbox One X. PC, you'll be able to play all these titles. But what people noticed in this presentation that there were some titles that in the bottom of it would say Xbox One, Xbox Series X, PC, but a good amount already have only said Xbox Series X, PC. So already we're getting to the point where you might be getting titles that you can't play on your Xbox One. Yeah. So then, then already it's just like, wait, 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 but you were selling me on that I don't have to worry about it. But already we're, yeah, you know, it, it's not. And, um, yeah, I, I think when the message, when it comes down to that, like for us, for, for people, even for people who listen to the show, you, we know what Xbox Game Pass is, how things, how they're selling their console. Cool. Your casual person, the person who's just like, what? There's a PS5 and an Xbox here. That's their new consoles. Like they're the ones who aren't going to understand like, oh, but you get this pass and you get to play all these games. It's like, yeah, but this one looks really nice. Like, how how, are, how good are the games going to look on this new system? And you show it, they're like, wait, I was playing Halo 4 yesterday. It doesn't look as good as that. It's like, that's where I wonder if that will affect them, you know? It's and, it's, it's definitely possible. And, and just my thing is that, look, I don't care how a game looks. If it plays great, that's fine. My biggest thing is that it's a first party game. Like, and it's been Halo, and Halo has always shown off. Like, yeah, and and uh, Halo has always been shown off to get people pumped and excited. Oh, look how this looks, dude! Even talked about this a couple episodes ago. Last of Us Part Two, Ghost of Tsushima. The first time those were revealed, they mm -hmm. looked great. They ran smooth. You play them now, they still look great. Did they mm -hmm. run as smooth as what you saw? Not nope. even the last, 
no. Ghost of Tsushima, no, no, not really. But they're still great games. Still great yes. games. And, and in a way, I kind of wanted to be like, and even like what you hate, Joe, Halo Infinite wasn't running on an Xbox Series X. It was running on mm-hmm. PC. Yeah. You know? So it's. Did, did you, real quick, did you notice though that they, they went ahead this time? I, I don't know if they did it for Infinite, but for a couple of games, they were like, they running on a PC and they know they mentioned at Xbox Series X specs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple of times they did that where I was like, well, at least I, I was yeah, like, at least okay. I mean, at least you're making it clear, yeah. even though you could still be lying. Yeah. You're, you're at least saying that. Well, real quick though, Jesse, when you say, um, when you bring that up and you're saying the casual person, you're 100% correct. You know, they're like, but this, I, I played, like, you when you talk about it doesn't look that good. You know, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah you know, you, can, you, you throw that at them. That is true. That's 100% true. Someone could look at the PlayStation 5 or the Xbox Series X and be like, well, this game doesn't look that cool. But, you know, I also wonder, and this is definitely something that'll hit casuals hard, too, is you go, yeah, but, you know, you only have to pay 10 bucks or 15 bucks a month, and you get this game plus 100 other games every month. That's also something that drives casual buyers. You That's know? true. So it's, it's, you don't know. Like It's the Netflix effect. But you then know? I, but then I go, hey, you got Xbox Game Pass? Yeah, download Yakuza. And they give me a weird look. It's like that's a great series. Don't be a dick. True. They but I mean, dicks. That, that's but, why, and I, I think that's why. But what you're saying though is about yeah. first party. Is oh like, yeah. You know they're gonna have their first party stuff is gonna be a part of Game Pass, and that's the stuff that people know. So, you know, like like here, I'm gonna bring up Halo Five, and and mm. again, like you said, as long as game look, how a game looks. It, it still runs second to how a game performs and how a game is. Mm-hmm. Halo 5 is a prime example. You know, Halo 5 looked better than Halo 4. It did, because it was on the Xbox One. It, it was a different console, new console, more horsepower. But Halo 5 was an inferior game to Halo 4. Definitely. Halo, pretty much a lot, almost all the other Halos, right? Mm-hmm. So this Halo coming up, Infinite, could, you know, may not be the best looking game, but if, and it's a big if, they knock it out of the park with a fantastic game, it may be okay. We don't yeah. know. Yeah. Beto, I don't know. We were talking this whole time. Do you have any input to put in? <laughs> no, you, you're, you guys are. You guys couldn't have said it better myself. So, Joe, you sent an article that I thought was actually pretty cool um, to me and Bethel talking about, like, around when this Xbox showcase ended up happening, where someone wrote that uh, console wars are over. Uh, What Sony's doing, what Nintendo's doing, and what Microsoft is doing is different. What Microsoft is is focusing more on is Game Pass, where um, PlayStation is more focused on their first-party titles, are what drive you to buy their console and Nintendo has always been since the Wii I would say uh, this is our games our Nintendo games this is our platform this is something that we give you a different experience Nintendo has been out of that console a war as they say since the Wii I would say some people say GameCube but they were still trying there okay that's when they knew that "Eh, we can't really do it anymore um so it's been different and someone said because of Game Pass xbox is in a different area what do you, would you guys what do you think of that beto we'll go with you first 
I didn't read the article. <laughs> uh, <laughs> How about you, Joe? You're the one yeah, that said uh, that. So, so yeah, it was a really interesting article. I mean, obviously that's why I sent it, but I was, you know, it, it was just an interesting take where like you have three different, um, you know, the, the the main console makers are going in in what it really seems like completely different directions. You know, for you know PlayStation, it's almost like they're the last. It's like the last of the old guard. Really, they're the last ones to kind of still want to do things how they've been done. And, you know, the thing about that is it's been successful. So there mm-hmm. wouldn't be any reason. Like, they've been supremely successful. You know, at the end, you know, when people talk about the 360 and the PS3 era, yes, the 360, you know, for a time dominated. But, like, when we get to the end of that era, it was basically a dead heat. Like, I even believe PlayStation 3 ended up selling more units yeah, the 360 at the very end, mm-hmm. it did. I mean, most people, you know, you always consider the beginning of that war, like, really, like, they always go, like, well, 360 really, you know, they, they came through it, and they did. But at the end, it was a dead heat. And then the PS4, you know, it was pretty obvious early on when with everything going on. It was like, yeah, they killed it. You know, they, the PlayStation 4 um, did its thing. So there really isn't any reason for PlayStation to stop doing what works for them. Mm-hmm. You know, people know Sony and PlayStation as the brand for those those. For, they they known for what they do. Um, obviously, like you said, Nintendo has always gone its own way. It's always been its, in its own alternate path. And it's funny how everyone goes like it's not a console war, but like in like the last three generations, Nintendo has won two of them. You know what yeah. I mean? Because I mean, like, like they they release something, but they they go for casual people. You know, mm-hmm. when you look at you know they're not looking for hard. I mean, you know, a lot of I would say they go they're they're going less casual now and just going for. Because I think, real quick, with with the Wii, it was casual, and then they saw that they got a good amount of backlash, and it died off toward the end. And then Mm -hmm. especially with Wii U, they realized, like, oh, shit. So with this one, they just put... What what they ended up doing was, okay, we're just going to do games, and we're going to combine our mobile our our, our portable with our home console, and it it paid off. And we're getting games... What's up? To a, to a degree, it's still it's still hitting at casuals because yeah, what, but but what, what, what I'm saying though? is like not casuals is meaning the motion stuff that they kind yeah, yeah, of that's yeah, yeah. not there anymore. But yeah, no no no, don't get me wrong, it's still very casual in that way. I'm just saying it's not what they were also trying to bank on with Wii U. So Ca- casual in the sense that the new thing for casual was a tablet. Yeah. It wasn't motion controls anymore. It was the tablet, and what you're getting with a Wii, with the Nintendo Switch is basically a tablet. You know what I mean? <laughs> when you really look at it to a to a degree, that's what it is. So it's very easy for a casual uh, for a casual gamer or just a person that's a casual fan of, of gaming in general mm-hmm. can look at that and be like, oh, I know I can use this. Sure, there's the control. You get the you know the the Joy Cons and everything. But like, I think it's still a a, uh, a viable way for someone to go into gaming that, that they're new. Maybe they've got an iPad. And they're just like, I like the games with touchscreen. Well, you you can still get that with the Nintendo Switch. But also, here's what we have. Here's Mario. Here's your Zelda. Here's all these franchises. And they, you know, like Nintendo always knows, they have their, their the hardcore fans that love Nintendo. They're always going to come back. You know, that's what they're going to go for. So Nintendo's doing, it's got its own niche. Mm-hmm. Um, I really feel like, you know, as we've been talking about, Microsoft may, I don't know if they found their niche yet, but they've definitely onto something. And they're definitely then they're they're on their way to trying to, you know, uh, make the best of that. Yeah. You know, 
when Game Pass first started, like we all said before, we all we heard of it and we're like, all right, let's see what they've got. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it wasn't, I don't think we, we mocked it. I mean, we could see the value in it, but it was again, like, I felt like at the time it was like, I ah, felt like there was a catch. See? Exactly. Like, what's the also, catch? Like, remember when they, when they started with the Xbox, when they were like, you know, it was always like, to me, it was always a negative, like, yeah, see, they don't want you to own your own games. It was always one of the things I always thought because of how, how that first Xbox One the presentation about how games were going to be mm-hmm. it was always like ah games as a service but like as netflix and other things started to you know just get bigger you know we we said what it was we were like yeah games as a service that's not a thing you know maybe seven years ago it wasn't it didn't seem like something so viable but now you're like yeah this thing could actually really work and you know they're they do a, jo- a good job in my opinion of pushing value and um and still giving you a, a, a decent assortment of games. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing that I think people um, don't get, and, and I go on there every so often, is, you know, a lot of times you get the games on Game Pass, and then Game Pass, the Game Pass games, they leave. And then usually not long after, you see a sale, like, on of the regular game. game store. So if you like it. It's a pretty damn good sale. Yeah. And there's a lot of games. Like, that's the one of the things that, they, their game store is so fucking robust. Like, their stuff, I'm like, I was looking for a Suda 51 game that I'd never played. I'm like, I wonder if it's on that store. I know I ain't going to find it on the PS4 store, but I went yeah. on to that to the to the Xbox uh, store and I'm like, yep, there it is. I can get it if I want to. You know, these mm. are the you know, it's almost become the place to go to. You know, back in the day when you were looking for a game, you either had to go to GameStop or you had to go to a specialty game like, "Ah, oh, this game, I really want to play this." And now digitally, that's, you know, that 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 microsoft store the, the xbox game store you can find those games there oh, yeah. so it's uh it's it's a pretty cool thing that they got going on yeah um so that article was kind of saying it separated them div you know they're all doing their own separate thing i mean my thought was and i highly doubt this would ever happen but then what happens if playstation does it too what if they have their own type of game pass then the okay. war goes back, you know, it, it just continues, you, know. you know, so that that was just more more my thing. Um, and especially when it comes to a little bit like what we're talking about, like how much is Game Pass affecting their first party games to have microtransactions where you have something like I was thinking about like Ghost of Tsushima. Dude, there's so many cosmetic items in that. Just imagine if that had microtransactions. Yeah. You know? But I think the reason why it doesn't is because Sony just sells their $60 first-party game. You know? It's not a free-to-play game. Or not free-to-play, but it's not a free game that they have to add microtransactions to make up that money. Maybe because they don't sell a $60 game. I don't know. But I just find that that difference of, like, microtransactions in one and one without the other. God of War didn't have it. The Last of Us didn't have it. good amount of first-party Sony stuff didn't have it. And, you know, microtractions for whatever they, you know, for what they are and how you feel about them. My thing is it, it just, I, I don't want it to affect developers having to make their game and feel like they're forced to do it. That's the only thing, like, yeah, that sucks. It's like, okay, we make this game. It's like, okay, now you got to do this. Like, Assassin's Creed games are microtransactions up the ass, you know? So, you know, because people would bring up, like, Ghost of Tsushima is kind of like, it's, it's like an Assassin's Creed. And I'm like, wait, not really. It's actually good, in my opinion. Or like you see horror stories, kind of like Dead Space Three, where they they made oh, they microtransactions. Made you know, like it, it affected the, the 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 final game. Or even uh, Deus Ex, that Human Revolution, the, the follow up, where it was like 
they it affected the actual like flow of the game or it, it affects something like they had to add my microtransactions really late into the game mm-hmm. where like uh it, it really fucked up the 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 whole flow of the game and, and haven't seen one release since because yeah. it didn't yeah people just really soured on that mm-hmm. so to kind of wrap this all up i have a question for beto so beto well i want to ask you out of out of all of us in at, at third party controller you have a ps4 but you never got an xbox one because for huh. you it wasn't something you needed with the information you got from this show from the xbox game showcase are you not right away but in the future getting an xbox series x and just getting game pass oh yeah for sure i mean it's i mean there's a lot of games that i missed out on previous consoles and if you have those i'm i'm all for that because it's i mean definitely worth it from what joe's talking about how much does that sell you how much does game pass make that purchase of a series x easier for you a lot easier yeah. honestly like it's it's i feel like just on on that it could be a uh, console seller for a lot of people yeah. yeah yeah like sony doesn't do that i mean it'd be cool if sony like would do something like similar too like i i like like you, like you guys you we're not we're not loyal to any certain console we just want where it has the most games the better games we're loyal to quality exactly i mean i was always a big fan of the engage but that didn't take off <laughs> anyway it's a good show what it's a good show yeah yeah i just you know it it was something where i i, I the how the showcase was oh and then i don't know I don't, did we mention this everything that was shown on the xbox game showcase is gonna be on game pass every single title that's cool that was that was the moment for me when i was like ah i know what this is you know what i, I mean like when yeah. you hear that for me i was like ah i, I see think, what they're doing now i think there's sense. a better way to advertise that though True. i feel like they're not hitting it like it should be a bigger thing than it is. It's not perfect. They didn't yeah. know it. It definitely wasn't perfect. That's why I, I gave it a B overall. Yeah. Because, I mean, there there's definitely something they could have done to really, like, been like, oh, shit, they didn't do that. Mm-hmm. It was, it, it, all in all, as a presentation, I gave it a solid B, though. Like, you know, when you when you realize what it was. Yeah. If you look at it at face value as, like, oh, this is supposed to be about the Series X, it gets an F. <laughs> you know what I mean? Really? <laughs> Or at least a D, because you're just like. But I think a lot of people were expecting that. That's why people were upset about it. But when you really see it for what it is, you're like, "Oh, this wasn't that bad." Yeah. I think I wanted to be wowed more. I did too. When I I live, when I live streamed it, I was just like, "Okay." Like I yeah. just, it just kind of sucked. Like, oh man, you're kinda... you're used to seeing a show like that and being like wowed yeah. at least once. Like, whoa! But like, you mm. know, like again, when you go back and you, oh, you know, you know, like these are all gonna be on Game Pass, and then you really think about it, and you go like that that game by Don't Nod, the ones that made uh, what? Are, why can't I think of the name right now? Uh, the Life is Strange. Yeah, you go like, oh, that's gonna be free. You're like, oh fuck yeah, that's actually okay. I'll really try it cool. out. I'll play the first chapter. Yeah, exactly. You know? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, that's really really cool. He, yeah. Um. In a way, I kind of wish the, they what, didn't do the third-party showcase. I think it would have been better for them just to do everything at once, so it's one game maybe, after yeah. another. You know, like boom, 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 boom. You know, what was that? Uh, the Hello Neighbor, right? You, you mentioned that. Game. That was that was a pre-show, so it wasn't a part okay, of, of the still, showcase. Pre-show or not, you, you mentioned that game, and like our reaction is like, eh, yeah, like we don't care because it's not something that we want to play. 
But then again, you go back to the whole, well, it's on Game Pass and it's going to be free. And you go, you know, a lot of kids, I know a lot of kids played that game on phone, like the Hello Street. Yeah, yeah. They were in, weirdly into it. So it mm. makes, again, makes total sense. Like if you got a kid and you got this console and, you know, you want, they're like, I want Game Pass because I can play that. Yeah. You know, it's funny, like, because you're asking about that, and I'm like, I, I still probably, I mean, I don't think I need an Xbox Series X. Mm-hmm. I got the Xbox One X. I yeah. still, I'm going to ride it out and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. You know, eventually I may need to, but um, it's still like, when you look at everything and combine, you're just kind of like, man, Game Pass just, I mean, as long as you got Game Pass, it's not a bad, it's not a bad, and, but you know what, it's cool, it's like, but even with the PlayStation, like, I'm pumped for the PlayStation, too, stuff. Yeah. it's like, you know, and I don't know what I'm going to get. I Part of me says I'm going to get the one with the disc. Part of me says maybe not. I don't know. It's, I mean, it's it's more of just kind of like, are they just going to be two different versions priced at the same? You know, or is one going to be $50 cheaper? Like, there's th- I'm hoping no like one, $100 cheaper, but yeah. Both companies are waiting for one to blink, and no one's blinked yet. Nobody. Yes. It's freaking, it's going to be, it's August tomorrow and no one has announced anything. Yeah, I know. Like if, e, if nothing had happened, E3 happened, e, Microsoft would have announced the price in June during E3. And we would have known already, like, because pre-orders, not saying that they have to happen now, but it's, I don't know, man. It's, I'm, I'm leaning towards getting a discless PS5. I think so. I mean, because you had but problems I mean, with the disc version on four, no? Yeah, I mean, I I did, so it's like you know, it would just be a lot simpler if I didn't even have to worry about that. And I mean, if it's a, if it's, I mean, if it's fifty bucks cheaper, then I would probably just be like, okay, fuck it, I'll get the, I'll get the one with the disc. But mm-hmm. I mean, if it was like an actual hundred bucks cheaper, I might just be like, okay, I'm sold. I'll go, I'll go without. I'll just go uh, without the disc and just give myself a nice uh, uh, big ass external hard drive. Uh, external, yeah, and just work work at it that way. So we'll see. Yeah, it's, it's going to be exciting. It, it is. It's 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 going to be interesting. But yeah, well, that's going to be it for this week. If you want to send us any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send it to us at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast at gmail.com or our Instagram at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast. It's thirdpartycontrollerpodcast with a 3RD. Thanks for listening. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Libra with. Beto Sparza. And. Joe Ramirez. And we may not be as good as everyone else, but we kind of get the job done. Later. play a quick game with you real quick both of you yeah simple word association game uh-huh so i'm gonna say a word and you guys say like finish whatever it is so right so it's uh a musical duo sunny and sure uh tv show sanford and sun okay potato chips is gonna be a uh, salt and vin nah. oh <laughs> <laughs> I said Gur though. <laughs> I said nah. I was full on ready to do. I, I'm surprised I didn't go hard R on that. <laughs>